0: The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Bowlin Branch. Getting a great night's sleep is easier and more affordable than you think. Go to com today for $50 off your first set of sheets. Promo code BIGIDEA. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, April 6th. In today's news... President Trump just threatened to impose tariffs on another $100 billion worth of Chinese products. The president denies any knowledge of the hush money payment from his lawyer to an adult film star who he allegedly had an affair with. And he's baffled that the CIA tries to minimize civilian casualties in drone strikes. But first, the big idea. More trouble for Scott Pruitt. Another day brought another string of devastating revelations about the EPA Administrator and his potential misuse of his position for private gain. At least five agency officials were reassigned or demoted after questioning Pruitt's judgment. The New York Times reports that the concerns included unusually large spending on office furniture and first-class travel, as well as demands by Pruitt for security coverage, such as requests for a bulletproof vehicle, in an expanded 20-person protective detail, which is three times bigger than what his predecessor had. Pruitt bristled when these officials, four career EPA employees and one Trump administration political appointee, confronted him about his dubious spending practices. John Martin, who served on Pruitt's security detail, was removed from the team and had his gun and badge taken away. Soon after, he raised concerns about how Pruitt's security was being handled. Eric Weiss was transferred from the agency leader's security detail after he pushed back against Pruitt's desire to get this, use sirens and lights so that he could more easily get around DC traffic to meet up with friends and have dinner. Pruitt, who notoriously runs late, wanted to use the lights and sirens so that he could go to Le Diplomat, a trendy French restaurant on 14th Street, to have dinner. This isn't allowed under agency policy. Pruitt started doing it anyway after he got people on his security detail who would agree. Pruitt has also claimed repeatedly that he needed to fly first class because it's safer than flying in coach. When his political people asked the security team to sign off on formal requests for special waivers so that Pruitt could spend thousands of dollars more, often per flight, flying on first class on security grounds, they said that made no sense. Soon, they were replaced by security people who would agree to sign documents to that effect. This is just the latest in a string of really bad headlines for Pruitt. He also had a questionable agreement with an energy lobbyist's wife to rent a nice space for only 50 bucks a night when he stayed there. There are growing ethics questions about that and whether it was properly cleared ahead of time. He also gave two of his close aides who came with him from Oklahoma, where he was attorney general, huge pay raises, despite people at the White House telling him not to do it. Then, in multiple interviews, he mischaracterized his role in approving the raises and claimed he didn't fully understand what had happened until after they had gone into effect. Several knowledgeable sources say that's not true. Pruitt's decision to ignore White House Chief of Staff John Kelly's warnings, to be more cautious about giving public interviews, has only complicated his standing with many of Trump's key aides. Even after this drip, 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 drip of bad facts, Trump went out of his way on a flight back from West Virginia last night to publicly defend his embattled EPA administrator. He said he's, quote, been very courageous and done a fantastic job. At EPA headquarters, top aides are strategizing about how to protect Pruitt's job, even as they put the final touches on an executive order that will change the way the federal government ensures states are meeting national air pollution standards. In other words, rolling back more Obama air pollution standards. Here's a telling sign of Pruitt's tenuous status. Trump plans to sign this directive expediting air quality permits on Friday. Yet, the White House canceled an announcement event where the two men were supposed to appear together. Meanwhile, a third Republican lawmaker is calling on Pruitt to resign. Representative Elise Stefanik, a Republican from New York, a vulnerable incumbent facing an already tough re-election fight in 2018, represents a district that includes the Adirondacks. It's the kind of place where Trump's rollback of environmental protections will be used as a cudgel against her in commercials. She joins two Floridians, Carlos Curbelo and Ileana ross Leighton. Here's the bottom line. Pruitt could not survive what's come out about him at this point in any traditional presidency. How much have the rules of political gravity been suspended in the Trump era? We may soon find out. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Trump has just threatened to impose tariffs on another $100 billion worth of Chinese products. The president's latest move would impose tariffs on a pretty significant share of imported Chinese goods that enter the U.S. Economists say it will be impossible at this point to avoid hurting U.S. consumers with the additional tariffs that Trump's pushing for. Dow futures tumbled more than 300 points, a sign that Wall Street traders believe a trade war is growing increasingly likely, despite the efforts of people like Larry Kudlow to downplay the fact that this is a trade war we're now in. Lawmakers are worried that these tariffs will not just hurt jobs and businesses in their states, but will cost Republicans several seats in the midterm elections. Republican Senator Ben Sass of Nebraska said in a statement last night, quote, hopefully the president is just blowing off steam again. But if he's even half serious, This is nuts. He's threatening to light American agriculture on fire. This is the dumbest possible way to do this. Again, that's what a Republican senator is saying about the president's latest move. Number two, Trump denied any knowledge of a $130,000 payment from his personal lawyer to adult film star Stormy Daniels to silence her about an alleged affair the two had. The President's brief remarks on Air Force One Thursday, again on the way back from West Virginia, where he also made the comment about Pruitt, further raised the stakes. This is also the first time that he's really weighed in directly on the stormy situation. Daniel's attorney immediately suggested that Trump's version of events would be shown to be untruthful if he's deposed in a lawsuit. He said he'll make a motion on Monday to have him deposed. He also said that if Trump had no knowledge of the agreement, which he himself is a party to then it's technically void. A big reason Trump has an incentive to claim he had no idea about the agreement is that he could get in some legal jeopardy with the Federal Election Commission. If it turns out the president paid off a former mistress in the final weeks before a presidential election for political purposes, that would be illegal and undisclosed spending. Number three. Trump's pronouncement that he wants to pull troops out of Syria very soon has revealed a major source of tension between the president and his generals. Trump has regularly clashed with the brass over what winning looks like in 21st century warfare. The president believes that war should be brutal and swift, waged with overwhelming firepower, and in some cases, little regard for civilian casualties. But for America's generals, their experience in the 17 years since the September 11th attacks has taught them the limits of using overwhelming force to end wars. Because they know you have to keep the peace. Trump's impatience with them was evident on his first full day in office when he visited the CIA and was shown the drone operations floor. Trump urged the CIA to start aiming its drones in Syria and to hit harder. The president was plainly unimpressed, according to my colleague Greg Jaffe, when the head of drone operations explained to him that the CIA has developed special technology to limit civilian casualties. After watching a recorded strike in which the CIA held off on firing until the target walked away from his family's house so that the innocent people inside would not get killed too, Trump turned and asked, Why did you wait? And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, April 6th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman. I'll talk to you on Monday.